the free for all roundtable round two okay on round two today apparently we've lost one of our players but that's okay i'll ask the other guys to step up news talk 1010's jason agnew is here and jamal myers toronto city councillor and congratulations now the chairman of the uh, ttc commission thank you for the congratulations as well yeah well actually why don't we start with a topic that would affect you although i appreciate this is more metrolinx than the ttc um but apparently an announcement that there will be an announcement about an announcement about a date when the uh, Eglinton Crosstown is going to open uh, has been made. I called that a while ago on the show, Peak Toronto. But, I mean, I guess you haven't had your first briefing yet, have you? I have not had my first briefing yet. And to be clear, they will be offering a range of dates uh, from what I read in the article. Um, look, I'm just as frustrated as everybody. Uh, I'm actually in Ottawa for the for a few past few days, and I've been talking to some of the councillors about the problems they've been having with their LRT. Yeah. So I'm worried that, you know, even when this does officially open, that we're going to be sort of dealing with these ongoing maintenance uh, and safety issues. Is their LRT actually running right now? Because for a while it was decommissioned because they decided the tracks weren't properly aligned. Uh, it is not running. And, you know, one of the worrying things is that we use the same technology yeah. as they did to build their LRT. Okay, I, and I appreciate, uh, Jason Agnew, that it's a matter of habit to just groan about uh, government and government projects. But this really, I looked at this announcement yesterday and I thought, why are you even bothering? This is a no-win situation here because all it does is dig up the past and how long this has actually taken. Um, and the announcement of the announcement, like, why bother? This doesn't make any sense. However, John, I mean, I guess you're chomping at the bit here because you want to get that ticket to ride this LRT. I know you're fascinated by things like this. Oh, yeah. When I was in Ottawa, I actually went and deliberately, after my father's funeral, I went and rode the new LRT. And it was lovely, but it's been beset by problems. But you're right. I look forward to that. As a matter of fact, back in the day, I kept telling them, as soon as you're running even the experimental trains, I want to ride one. Uh, but listen, let's move on to a few other things. Um, I've referred to this as the sort of the many stations of the cross, because there are always aspects of a scandal. First, you learn about it. Then the government tries to explain it. Then you get to whether or not there's any forgiveness. Then a few heads roll. Um, so, Jason, I'll start with you on this one. Of course, I'm talking about the what mercifully nobody has yet called. Greenbelt Gate, but I think it's only a matter of time. Um, Doug Ford is going to be speaking today alongside Steve Clark, the housing minister, and I have to think they're going to try and spin this again and try to even possibly avoid more questions. They'll just say, listen, we answered that. We're moving on. We want to build houses. Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. I would not be surprised. And what's, I mean, the thing is, what's to be done here and what's to be said? Reason being, um, there's no other side to the provincial government right now. There's no one else to really stand up and keep the Ford government in check. And this is part of the issue that is going on. The blue wave that hit at the last election just put the conservatives firmly in control of this province. And if you're in this situation, and if you, you know, you're Doug Ford in this situation, get everything done that you can. And this is something that they clearly wanted to do and have pushed it on through. And unfortunately, no matter the complaints, it does seem it's going to happen. Jamal Myers, especially as head of the TTC, but also as an elected official, I imagine you might be hesitant to criticize Doug Ford, but interested in your view on you know, whether or not you think we're closer to the end of this. Uh, 
I don't think this is the end of this. I think there's a lot of questions to be answered. Uh, I think the big issue with this particular uh, Greenbelt swap is that a lot of people had suspicions about how this was done. The Auditor General seemed to confirm these suspicions. There is an ongoing integrity probe, and it is to be seen whether or not the OPP will be involved. So I think there are still a lot of questions to be answered. And I think what has a lot of people upset is it almost seems like a betrayal. You know, this was created for future generations for the environment to make sure that we had a sustainable province. And it was seems to be a given away to developers. And it just does not pass the smell test. You know, I sit on the planning and housing committee and over and over and over again, we are told we have enough space to build the housing that we need within the existing residential footprint. We do not need to open up the green belt. Yeah, but you know what? I suspect, Jamal, that uh, in a lot of situations, and this is something very, very Ontario and very Toronto, you announce a plan and it's a bad plan, but because you already announced it, you go ahead with it. Yeah, um, I don't, well, I don't know if it's going to go ahead. I just don't know what will happen if, for example, the OPP starts investigating. I don't think they can go ahead if, you know, something beyond what the Auditor General has found has been found by the Integrity Commissioner. Again, I don't think they will be able to go ahead. Jason, I know you're a huge baseball fan. I've seen photographs on social media of you at the games in Jay's jerseys. Uh, So what do you make of the story we learned about during the show this morning, as a matter of fact? Jose Batista not only being honored tomorrow, but he's going to retire as a Blue Jay. That's great. It's a nice sentiment. And considering I I actually just got back last night from watching two games uh, in Cleveland where the Jays managed to pick up a one run in those two games because I didn't see yesterday's game. So at this point, you want to sign him up to a one day contract. It's a great sentiment. We remember Batista. We remember him getting punched in the face as long and, and, you know, his knees buckling, but him not taking a trip like Tim Anderson just did. uh, And hitting all those home runs in the energy of 2015 to 2017. But at this point, maybe assign him and throw him into the DH spot because Jays can't seem to score any runs. Okay. Jamal, I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but I'm, and, and you know, I'm a casual sports fan, but I'm very excited by this news because Jose Batista really kind of put us on the map and made the Jays respectable. And for him to retire and probably go into the Hall of Fame as a Jay is great. I mean, I think it's a fitting honor. I'm not really a huge baseball fan, but I know Jose Bautista, and I, you know, I think this is a great way to honor his career with Toronto. Um, Justin Trudeau's on holiday. Some people are squawking about it, mostly on social media. Uh, Jamal Myers, I just can't be preoccupied by any politician's vacation. Everybody deserves one. It costs more because they often have to fly private for security reasons. Maybe the security detail is a little bit more complicated because Justin Trudeau and his wife aren't living together anymore, but I don't get preoccupied by it. Yeah, I don't see why people really care about the Prime Minister's vacations. Like you said, everyone is entitled to a vacation. Uh, Yeah, and I think that should be the end of it. Jason, I find it kind of fascinating that if you posted a picture of Pierre Polyev on vacation with his family, people would say, oh, he's such a good father. And if you post a picture of Justin Trudeau on vacation, he's so lazy, he doesn't work. 
Um, yeah, I, that may very well just because he, he is the prime minister and who he's looking across from it is the conservative following that would tend to say that about Trudeau. This one is is a little different, though. I mean, coming off the separation, uh, at least the public announcement of the separation, it's actually very important that these two figure out how they're going to be co-parenting their kids. I mean, myself, my parents were divorced. Uh, it, it wasn't the most pleasant environment. And, you know, since my mom passed uh, a year and a bit ago, I found out a lot of things um, from the other side that I didn't hear when I was growing up. So co-parenting of children is extremely important, and taking this time away may be um, something very needed right now for this family unit. Jamal, you mentioned you sit on the housing committee, so that kind of informs this next story. There's one of those uh, stories today in the media about how you could buy a Scottish castle for about $2.3 million, or you could buy a rundown semi-detached home in Toronto. But, I mean, location, 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 right? Location, 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 and... I mean, I would personally prefer to buy a Scottish castle rather than Toronto home. But again, my work kind of my work kind of requires that I be here. Yeah, Jason, I'm not trying to take anything away from the charm of Scotland, but you know, I could probably sell my house and buy a horse farm with 30 acres if I wanted to go to Ohio, but I don't. Well, you've got your retirement plan in place. That's what I'm hearing, John. Um, but, you know, actually, I, I've been to Scotland. I toured so many castles, and they're pretty uh, cold and dreary. Not a place that I would like to go. But please, please, I hope this story does not find its way to my lovely lady because she'll be packing her bags and packing up our house and wanting to move over there. Oh, is she a fan of that show where the guy, the hunky guy runs around and goes, or the woman goes back and forth in time or whatever? I, I, I really you don't know what show no, I'm talking about. That is the description you gave me, John. <laughs> well, my friends normally know exactly what that is. It's like playing Bad Jeopardy. Anyway, I know somebody's going to text. You're in good before. at playing Bad Jeopardy. I've no, heard I'm that not. story. Well, yes, I'm good at playing Jeopardy badly. You've got to conjugate yes. that sentence. Uh, and uh, what's in a name? Um, Jamal Myers, uh, a UK lawyer woman, which helps the story, uh, insists that women work so hard bearing children, that their children should have their last name. I mean, I know that some women do that anyway, but uh, what do you make? I mean, I don't really see it as a big deal. I have my mom's last name. Um, I think it's, you know, traditional that you have the father's name, but if a woman wants to give her child their name, you know, more power to them. Jason Agnew, I don't know. How, how were you named? Well, I have my father's name, and that was a huge point of contention for my mom growing up with uh, with my dad not being around, actually. But, I mean, I liked having the last name with an A because, you know, I get to go first for a whole bunch of things. All I'm going to say here is please don't hyphenate, because if you hyphenate for one generation and then you hyphenate for a second generation, then you've got four names, and that's just three names too many. Oh, that's what it's like in Quebec, honestly. And even when I was teaching, I'd have these kids with these names like a law firm. Uh, listen, thank you both. Good to have you. Jamal, congratulations again. We're looking forward to having you back. Jason Agnew, looking forward to trivia on Sunday morning. Uh, the name of the show is Outlander and, and or Highlander. People don't seem to be able to agree. But what well, we're done here, and uh, we're more than done. Have an amazing weekend. It is indeed a sweet, sweet Friday. I plan to make the most of it. Let's talk again on Monday. Catch the Roundtable, round one at 7.45, round two at 8.45. Weekday mornings on More in the Morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.